Attention homos and homettes, the train to the Rainbow Rewatch is officially leaving the station. Please keep your hands, feet, flip phones, and webkins inside the vehicle at all times. If you're not gay, now you are. Congratulations. Get ready in five, four, <laughs> did I scare you? Good. My name is Liliana. And my name is Daniel, and today on the Rainbow Rewatch, we will be re-examining Scooby-Doo Spooky Island and ask the question, was this movie actually any good? That's a good question. <laughs> um, it's a good question. Um, I think the name of the movie says it all. Oh, it does. And you know what? Very catchy name. Scooby-Doo Spooky Island. Spooky was like a big word when we were when we were kids mm. i feel like that was like a lot of people like it was like a meme word interesting i don't know i just heard and then it lot. became into spoopy spoopy yes spoopy yes, poo yes. <laughs> yes indeed well, it was spoopy poo spoopy spoopy poo <laughs> where you are you poo. oh no too early to talk about <laughs> you <scat>. said duty <laughs> yeah <laughs> scooby duty do <laughs> okay so what are we jokes talking? aside <laughs> Um, we are serious. This podcast is about serious things. And like, which is funny because like we are, this is a pretty intellectual podcast for the most part. Yeah. Um, we're smart. We were, we were educated. We might not have given you that impression <laughs> just now. Just stick it out. Please. And I'm, I'm sorry about that. But um, some first episode, right? First episode. Are you excited? I, I'm excited. Um, Dan texted me one day and was like, let's start a podcast. And here we are. The rest is history. The rest is history. You know what? Because I watch a, I watch. I listen to a lot of podcasts about um, rewatching movies and reviewing them. And I was like, "There's no podcast reviewing movies from the 2000s, right. like specifically that era." Um, and you know, like we're grown now. We're we're adults. We have um, oh, yeah. we have credit cards. Yeah, and adult things. But it's I pay my still taxes. on my mom's name, my credit card. <laughs> But is you your credit one. card in your name? Yes. And you pay all the taxes and stuff on it? Well, I have to pay taxes. I work. Wait, and you, like, pay off the credit? Well, yeah. I don't really use my credit card very much. I use my debit card. Oh, okay. I use I'm my a debit, debit card. girl. Yeah, Um, yeah. Because that's... I just don't get credit cards. I'm like, but the debit card is all my money. Why would I pay it on a credit card and then also pay it back for through my debit card. It just, I'll just use my debit card. But I am developing my own credit score. Um, so we're adults. I'm very clearly a stay-at-home daughter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember how we got to this point. But um, we're smart. We talk yeah. about smart things. <laughs> and we're also reviewing things from like a queer lens. That's the T. Right, right. We're adults now. And so now we have a chance to really look back on the stuff that we watched when we were younger. Yeah. Um, and now Liliana and I, spoiler alert, we're out and proud. We're queer and here, and we love to drink beer. Oh, oh no. I hate beer, I know. I oh, didn't. I was getting ready. I had my agree face on and everything. <laughs> I was about to scream into this mic, sweet, sweet agreeance. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I you don't even drink beer. You. No, I hate beer. <laughs> <laughs> You're so silly. I love but, you. What's another word that rhymes with here? Um, Cheer. Steer. And we love to steer cars. Homicide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot about that one. Right. Um, but yeah, like we we love talking about queer things. And we think all these movies that we're going to talk about 
Scooby Spoopy Island included, um, is inherently queer. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of gay moments that were sort of tucked and snucked in there um, that we didn't <laughs> that we didn't <laughs> tucked and snucked um, that we didn't think too much about when we were kids. But now that we have a chance to revisit them. Holy shit, no wonder I'm a flaming fucking Faget. Period. Um, uh, like, these movies changed me. Faget, please. <laughs> please. Wait, literally, in the Remy, in the Remy, the Ratatouille musical that mm-hmm. they did, they said, they said, like, faggot as no baguette. Oh, 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 I'm, oh, like, oh. 90% sure. I think I saw something about that. Yeah. Have you ever been called that word? I lit. The thing with me is... Nobody has ever dared try me. They knew. In my entire life, ever since high school, nobody has ever dared. To, I've never been called a slur. No one has wow. been ever outwardly transphobic, homophobic to me ever. Because I think in all the places I've, in all the social settings I've ever been in, I've held social capital. Yeah. Like I was like, I was prom queen in high school. I was the president of my sorority in college. No one ever tried me. T, and I feel like I see two reactions coming from you, both of which would not be conducive to shame. You would either be like, tee hee hee, thank you. No, yeah, yeah. Or yeah. you'd destroy them. I, I've, I have literally, I wish for the day someone called me a slur. Oh my because, God. Because, like, I would literally do a jumping jack um, <laughs> while screaming at them. And I would just make them so scared of me. A jumping jack. <laughs> you know, nothing scarier than a jumping jack. <laughs> a jumping jack with knives. Yeah, okay. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I've only been called that word once, and I couldn't go off on someone because I, it was at work. I was oh working, God, at, right, I was working at Macy's and two kids came in and they were saying, they were just saying the F word. Um, and I was like, um, don't do that. And they were like, shut the fuck up, faggot. <laughs> Period. And I was like, mm, thank you. I've been called slurs and bad. Okay, that's different though. That is different. And you have to consent to that. Yeah. You have to be like, hey, we're doing this experience. Yeah. You can call me this word. Um, Shouldn't have mentioned that in the first episode because I assuming this is the episode our families will be watching oh no but oh no i'm gonna erase that image from your head (laughs) i am pure yeah um i am chaste my chastity belt is locked i have one of those 1700s chastity belts on with the with the metal and the lock and key i threw that lock and key away it is in the ocean um, you will never unlock me. Those give me a weird <laughs> amount of gender envy. I what? feel like putting one on would give me gender euphoria to the max. T, you're like, my pussy is so powerful. <laughs> I need to put a lock on it. Literally. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, me, I'm just living in my little cottage. I'm I'm a Catholic woman. T, you are cottage core. <laughs> thank envy. You. Thank you, thank you. You're like, put me in the middle of the woods, lock me away. And okay, you, okay. If you were a princess, uh-huh. right. you'd be Rapunzel. Out of the Disney princesses, you think For so? For sure. Oh my god, why? Um, first of all, I wasn't thinking Disney per se. Oh, right, right. But, but uh, vibes. Um, I just think you're like, you're adventurous. Uh, you're powerful. Thank and you. you see, you act like someone who grew up around no people. Uh, thank you because I have no social skills. <laughs> yeah, thank exactly. You so much. No, no. I actually, I, I completely agree with you. Thank you and so much. And it's funny because I was about to say, like, you kind of give Flynn Rider vibes. <gasps> thank you. Because you have that like swoopy hair. 
Yeah, just for my hair. And no, and all that, <laughs> please, what, me and my long blonde hair? <laughs> um, no, 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 and you also have, like, adventurous and you're very charming. Yeah, he's like, he has, like, an attitude. He, yeah. He spills some jokes. Yeah. Okay, our next cosplay. <laughs> please. For Halloween. Our next, our next season's um, <gasps> picture. Yeah, our logo. Yeah. I can get a frying pan and a wig. <laughs> and I can get inches on that wig. <laughs> oh, my God. To the floor. Please. To the floor. Some grow it out since kindergarten. Bleep 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 that. <laughs> no slander here. We are not we, gonna get this podcast. Taken because down. I love her. Yeah, I know. But you're like friend. also like we. I feel like she judged me. So. Um. Who did it? Period. <laughs> That's on period. period. Shall we talk about this movie? Oh yes, we should. Let's do it. But first, let's take a break. Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Obviously, as you all know, based off of the 1969 cartoon, Scooby-Doo. That's the sex number. That's the sex number. Oh, my God, Liliana. You're so smart. Oh, my God. Thank you. The 1969 Scooby-Doo Where Are You cartoon, um, which is just about... Okay, have you seen the old cartoons recently? Oh, I have, yeah. My mom loves them. Really? Yeah, they're like her favorite. I... That makes sense to me. She wants to be Velma. I was gonna say right, right. she gives Velma energy. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, I think she was Velma for Halloween one time, <gasps> which is funny because I was Shaggy for Halloween one oh time. Oh my god, shut up! Yeah, so hey. funny. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. would. I haven't seen them. I feel like in so long. I feel like they used to be on Cartoon Network in the yeah. mornings, which is weird because they were old even when we were kids. They were. Yeah, fu- they're fucking old. Yeah, <laughs> they're really old. Yeah. Um. So it was a. It was a comedy show mm-hmm. animated about five mystery teens right. solving mystery well, four crimes. Four and a dog. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm convinced Scooby-Doo's a person. Okay. So five teenagers and Scooby-Doo mm-hmm. is included in that. Um, they solve <laughs> mysteries. Um, and that's it, right? Yeah. I don't think there's any more nuance. <laughs> and the van. If and there's a van. The van. And there's a van. Yeah. But so they made this movie in two thousand and two. Um, also a choice. Also a choice. Don't know how they got there. Don't know how we got there. And he, this brings me to our first fun fact about oh, yeah. the movie. So, the original concept for the Scooby Doo Scoopy 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 the Scooby they should have called it Scooby Doo Scooby Island. That would have been hilarious. That's funny. Yeah. Get me in Hollywood. Oh, literally. Scooby-Doo, Scooby Island. Because we need another white man on the writing table. Thank you so much for admitting (laughs) that. (laughs) So the original concept was supposed to be more of a satire of the original cartoons. For example, Shaggy was going to very explicitly be a stoner. Velma was supposed to be very explicitly gay. Um, And it was just going to be extremely raunchy and potentially even rated R. At the end of the day, they ended up toning this back, um, and they they really pulled from the satire and from the rated R-ness of it all, um, but there's definitely hints of that throughout. Um, for example, the original concept really talked about Velma's sexuality. Like, she was very explicitly going to be a lesbian character. Which you can kind of tell. Which you can tell. And also, it's funny. Like, yeah. that's a commentary. Yeah. I'll take it. Absolutely. Um, in one scene, Freddie and Velma would both be checking out Daphne's 
butt as she put luggage in the overhead compartment of an airplane. And in another scene, Velma and Daphne would share a kiss. Now, all of this was actually removed from the actual film um, to tone it down a little bit um, and bring it to more of a children's production. Which says a lot because removing because queerness is not inherently mature. In 2002, it was. In, yeah, in 2002, it absolutely was. But, like, that really says a lot about society. Because wake up, sheeple. <laughs> we live in a society. Do we? Yeah, Dan. <laughs> That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like in Glee, first mention of Glee. Oh, yeah, surprise. Okay, right. Um, in Glee, they had the, the first ever kiss on national television. That was gay? First gay kiss in season that was two. Glee? That was Glee. Wait, I thought it was. No. Uh, on national television. Oh, my God. You know what I was thinking? Like one of the main channels. was Star Trek because that was the first interracial kiss. <laughs> I was like, interracial oh. equals gay. It does. Wake up. <laughs> Wake up. Um, no, it was Glee because, of course, like, queer as folk already happened. The L word was on. But that was like. They never kissed? No, that was not on, like, oh, the main the, channels. The French channels. Exactly, exactly. Right. This was the first kiss on, like, the main channels on right. Fox, um, which is really ironic considering it's Fox. Conser- which it, which confuses me because Family Guy is also on Fox. Right. And they make fun of Fox and Trump. Do they? Yeah. Well, maybe. They're trying to be works. funny about it. Yeah. They're trying to be like self-aware to distance themselves. Yeah. Well, they took, that's why they took the Fox out of 21st Century Fox. Now it's just 21st Century. Really? Because they didn't want to be. They didn't want to be associated. Interesting. I know. Very interesting. But anyway, so in 2002, yeah, queerness was mature content. Yeah. Which is like. Uh, big VOP. Mm-hmm. VOP. Yes. <laughs> big yes. VOP moment. Google that. Google that. But my favorite, I think, my favorite remnant of the rated R version that they took out was they had to, in in a couple of scenes, Velma is wearing a very low cut orange sweater. And when I say very low cut, I mean very low cut. Right. It's low. It's low. It's like limbo low. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which like, oh my God, please wear, like empower yourself, do whatever you want. Of course. But 2002 Mm -hmm. could not happen. Um, I think they got the rated R rating because of the cleavage. Which is like, come on. Come on. It's just your body. It's just your body. And also, it's literally a line. Yeah. Like, that's not even any nip is showing. Yeah. Come on. Come on. So, in the film, because they filmed all these scenes already, they had to CGI over... What's her name? Linda... Oh, fuck. Linda something Italian. Nelly. Linda... Pizza, pasta. <laughs> I'm Italian. It's not racist if I say it. Yeah, because being anti-Italian is racist. It is. Wake up. Wake up. Um, so they had a CGI of the cleavage out. Which is like literally the lengths that they went. All of the lengths. And like, I get they couldn't just refilm it. But like really CGIing out her breast is like, her singular breast. It's <laughs> like, her wow. Una boob. Her <laughs> <laughs> it's like wow it's just wow it's That's just wow but yeah so um there are definitely hints of that like satire raunchiness but i just need to understand the logic of shooting a whole movie with this sort of like idea of it being a little more geared towards adults and then at the last minute being like and actually we're making this for five-year-olds and we're putting in a scene where they burp at each other for five minutes which is just it's just a big old wow that's all. It is. It's just, it's kind of lazy. It is lazy. It's really lazy more than anything else. You couldn't just refilm it. 
They couldn't refilm it. And also, what if they like took that satire idea and instead of just like erasing some parts of it, they just re-geared the satire? Yeah. Because the movie ends up being, spoiler alert, a mess. Oh, literally confused mess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So they made choices. Um. But yeah, that's that's a fun fact. I think that was pretty fun. Yeah. Okay. So fun fact number two. Spill the beans. Um. Jim Carrey was the first choice for Shaggy, which is like, when I first read that, I was like, no way, Jose. No. That's absolutely entirely ridiculous because like, come on. And to be clear, the actual actor, his name is Matthew Lillard. I just Googled that. He's so cute. He's, Mm -hmm. we'll get there. (laughs) We'll get to that. We'll get to that. He is, and like, he actually looks like he could be young adult, late teen, the age that they're supposed to be. I mean, it's a stretch, but in comparison to the other actors, right. he fits in. Because, like, Jim Carrey is an adult. <laughs> he's an old man. He he's shouldn't a, be allowed to he's vote. He's a dad. He's a dad. He should be allowed to vote. Good point. Yeah. Um, And then Michael Mike Myers was also interested in the role. Michael Myers from the Halloween movie. <laughs> Michael Myers from Friday the 13th. He's coming. Oh, it was Halloween. I, I think remember. it's Halloween. I didn't watch that movie. Uh, no, did I. I just know the reference, and I always confuse him with Mike Myers. Same. same. Okay, we're on the same page. Um, I think it's Jason is the other one. That's... A... Oh, my God. I'm mind blown. Is Jason from Halloween, or is Jason know, from Friday the 13th? One one. They're the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Please wake up. <laughs> um, And, like, he had already done Austin Powers... Which I thought was filmed in the 80s. I was proven wrong. <laughs> it just has an 80s. Apparently, you can have an 80s aesthetic without actually being in the 80s. Right. And not to burst your bubble, but it's actually the 70s. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I felt history th- thrice. So. Um, so, and he was like already like very like sexual in that movie. And it just, I don't know if it would have worked out as him as Shaggy. I don't think so. And. It would make sense with the satire. It would make sense to have a satirical movie about Scooby-Doo having Jim Carrey as Shaggy because, like, that's absolutely entirely ridiculous. And he's, like, kind of funny. That would be really funny if all the actors were, like, 60. Yeah, and you could, like, you could, like, obviously chat. Like, um... Pen 15. Yeah, and 25th Annual Putnam County Spelling Yeah. Game, which is iconic. Look it up. Because um, the songs are great. <laughs> um, But... It just, I don't know. There could have been a level of humor there, but not for a movie geared toward children. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, another little tidbit about Shaggy is that both in the movie and the original cartoons, Shaggy's always a vegetarian. And this, um, was it because the original voice actor was vegan? I think so. So the original voice actor, Casey Kasem, was yeah. a vegan. It's and so, iconic. right. And so I think they honored him. He probably had a hand in it because right. vegans do that. Because he didn't want to. Because vegans are very political. Yes, and so he made Shaggy be a vegetarian. And so in this movie, you never see Shaggy eating meat. Yeah, which is like hilarious because he's eating these gigantic sandwiches, and I'm supposed to sit here and believe that there's no meat on it. What do you put in a vegetarian sandwich? Yeah, I tofu. Like just a bunch of vegetables. Oh my god, that sounds disgusting. If you went to Subway and ordered what Shaggy eats, they would kick you in the head. <laughs> I mean, no, they would not, but... I would kick you in the head for going to Subway. Oh my god, please do. <laughs> Mommy. Um, daddy. Um, Inappropriate. Yeah. But, oh my god, but I lost th- my... 
Choo-choo, here I am. So, Casey Kasem, the original voice actor, who, by the way, was a DJ also. Mm. Choices. Choices. He quit the role of Shaggy in 1995 because they were going to use Shaggy in a Burger King commercial, and he protested and quit. Hilarious. Hilarious. Very hilarious. Because, like, Burger King, not that bad. I mean, at the time, were they even serving real meat? No. No. Good point. Thank you. That thank, was not meat. Thank you. It was literally vegan meat. <laughs> I mean, come on. They were just taking up like dirt and rocks <laughs> and frying it. No, literally, because you see these commercials in like early 2000s and they're like, now served with real meat. Uh, now? <laughs> now served with real meat? What was it before? Like, I was about to say leather. Leather's also <laughs> Leather's meat, meat, essentially. Leather. Wake up. <laughs> leather is meat. You're wearing meat. Could we eat leather? I'd have to cook it. But it's already dried. It's like jerky. It's like jerky. You're eating jerky. You're wearing jerky. Change. Change out of that. <laughs> How doesn't it decay? <laughs> okay. Back, fun fact three. Shall we? Um, fun fact number three. Um, so the filming for the outdoor scenes of the trademark Spooky Island was filmed at Tangaluma Island in Australia. Warner Brothers then opened a ride at Warner Brothers Movie World, which is also in Australia, if you're ever there. Mate. <laughs> if you're ever there, go. Um, they built this ride based off of the Spooky Island Castle that we see in the movie, which featured the same ride vehicles as they have in the movie when they go to the Spooky Island Castle. Would you ride this ride? Um, I would if there was, like, if, like, Dan and I went and like we put our hands and he kissed me after. Um, We're literally not dating. I just want everyone to know that. Thank you so much. Um, Do you know what that makes me think of? What? They used to have rides. This is totally unrelated. Mm -hmm. Do you know those rides where like they have this in Percy Jackson where it's like a love boat where you like go through these like dark scenes. Those are weird. What is that? Because I've definitely seen it in a lot of media but I don't know what it is. You know, I couldn't give you a name, um, but I've definitely seen that in a lot of media, and I don't think I've seen one in real life. No, is it just like a fuck boat? Like, do you just like <laughs> get on a boat and you're like, we are fucking? Literally, it's like this is like have your first kiss on oh, a little swan boat fingered. <laughs> uh, okay, fun fact number four. Tell me. Um, after filming was completed, Freddie Prince Jr. Is that? I, I think I tried saying it before. Prince Prince um, had to shave his head because who played Freddie had to shave his head because the bleach ruined his hair, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. It is. So as you know, Freddie is a blonde. Right. And because he was a brunette. I don't know. I feel like he's probably a dirty blonde yeah. kind of a guy. But so he's definitely wearing a wig right. in the beginning of the movie. It's like very obviously a wig. And it's meant. In the beginning scene of the movie, they're all wearing their original costumes. Yes. And then after the time skip, they're all like in updated costumes. Which brings me to a question. When does this movie take place? That's a very excellent point. And we see this with a lot of different media like Riverdale. There's a lot. They have smartphones, but they drive like cars from the 60s. Mm. But they have credit cards. But like they always hang out at a... At like a diner and like drink milkshakes, right? And no one drinks milkshakes now. That's no one, yeah. <laughs> literally, they got eliminated in 
60s, I think. Yeah, in the 60s. I think right. after the Vietnam War, yeah. they said no more milkshakes. True, true. It was either that or the Iraqi War. <laughs> yeah, thank um, you. But yeah, I, I'm pretty sure, I'm sure this movie is trying to be like 2002 because they have the whole plot line mm-hmm. where they're like tubular. Like, oh, you know, yeah. they have this like slang, yeah, yeah. 2000 slang thing where they're like, you're so rad, Daphne. Yeah. Um, But then they're wearing clothes that were copy and pasted from the 60s cartoon, yeah. which were 60s looks yeah and like you can wear that now yeah but like if you want it just wouldn't re- people would give you dirty looks they would and they'd be like wait what if i wore a fucking ascot down the street oh my god well first, i think a lot of gays wear ascots now do they because it has a funny name oh my you think that's why yeah absolutely <laughs> gay men have zero brains they have zero brains all they think about is muscles <laughs> muscles and peeps oh my god yeah um but good point Mm-hmm. Maybe I should wear an ascot. Yeah, no. I've worn one. Did have you? Yeah, to like work with a blouse. That's sickening, though. Yeah, it was sickening actually. That's like so, Miss Maisel. Thank you. I want to be her so badly. I want to be her. So- you understand? You are her. Thank you. And I she's get like, told I look. Well, I don't get told I look like her. I get told that I dress like her. I feel that. Mm-hmm. I and also feel like you fit the vibe of her. She's very like anti-hero, mm-hmm. and I think you're very anti-hero. Thank like you. we're rooting for you, but why are we rooting oh, for you? Because I'm a newsflash i'm a very bad person <laughs> i don't think i'm a good person at all i think you're a good person no, thank you you just tend not to sleep with me oh uh, mm. no we're i think this too far <laughs> <laughs> yeah people are gonna be very confused this is episode one yeah um no i think you're a good person thank you i think there's a difference between not responding to my text messages <gasps> and being a bad person oh my god um <laughs> okay well i'm bald now i'm to shave my head i literally just don't sometimes I literally don't have the physical strength to respond to your text message. <laughs> it's just I don't have the strength to pick up my phone and like, <laughs> click the buttons. And like I I I see you, I hear you. Thank you. I don't. You will not change your behavior. Yeah, I won't change. I know I will, I will, I will. Uh, oh well we're we're venturing on this podcast adventure together. So like we have to. You have to. I, <laughs> okay. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> You're right. Anyway, Miss Mizzle, uh-huh. shall we move on to a synopsis we shall. of this film? And we shall. We shall. Please um, take it away. Okay, so we open up to this really odd scene where it's like pre-time skip. And they're all in their OG costumes. They're all in ugly, ugly wigs. <laughs> and they're setting up this weird trap to catch what is essentially... The 2002 version of an incel. Mm. An incel is someone who is a man or a boy who is involuntarily celibate. So, like, no women will sleep with them. And Pamela Anderson, who comes out of absolutely nowhere, Mm -hmm. um, like, this ghost is, like, haunting her, I guess. They don't really explain what the ghost is doing. We just know it's a ghost. We just know it's a ghost. I'm sure they just couldn't get Pamela Anderson in... The movie for that much because right. of the budget, right? And she's like important, yeah. But yeah, they there's she's there, she's which there. absolutely is a remnant of the movie being rated R, absolutely because, because she was in Baywatch and like everyone's like, ah, sexy Hollywood lady, right? But also that's pretty smart though because she is the type of person an incel would be like, I'm going to right. capture Pamela Anderson or I'm going to assassinate the president, right? FBI, I I was kidding. It's like that guy with Joan, not Joan Cusack. Um, this is that, yeah. What's her, uh, I don't remember. I didn't. What's her again, name? I failed history. What's her name from Contact? And oh, who the, does the like thing? The, 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 the gay thing. one. This is gonna drive people crazy. Just Google I'm it. Googling it. Okay, I'm okay. Googling it. I'm googling it. Um, um, I'm looking up Nims Island because that's the <laughs> first movie I know she's from. 
Hold on. This is so important, and I'm so sorry you all have to listen Oh, my to God. This. No, no, no. Don't worry. Jodie Foster. Oh, my God. Where's her? I didn't know that was her. It oh, was, my God. Yeah. yeah. Jodie Foster. Yeah. From, from that one movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. From that one movie where she's, like, raising that baby. I don't know. I'm dumb. <laughs> we can move on. You're totally right. But anyway, very that energy. Right. Very that energy. Very that energy. Um, wow. We are killing this synopsis. We are. Um, so they, the ghost is going to capture Pamela Anderson. Right. And the mystery gang is after them. And then. Him. The ghost. After him. And then we. Uh, and then they capture him. They set like this chop up. They capture him. And then they, they unmask him. And it's. Old Man Smithers. The Old Man Smithers. The, and you know the one. Um, <laughs> and Pamela Anderson is like, oh my God, you, why are you doing this? And then he's like, because you won't sleep with me. But he's like 60, 70, and she's like 40? He's too old for her. He's too old for her. I mean, like, love has no boundaries. Uh-huh. Like those TikToks of all those young men with like all those sort of like cougary women. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, I'm obsessed with them. I'm obsessed. No, I support. Yeah. Um, like that. Uh-huh. Um, but very odd. But very, very odd. Um, and interesting to see. And then basically, Freddie takes all the credit with the news because the news comes and like interviews him. And then Velma is like seething because she did all the work. Mm-hmm. As we know, she's the brains. That's her only character trait. <laughs> um, and then. Basically, the group the group splits up because da- Daphne doesn't want to be a damsel in distress anymore. Mm-hmm. She wants to prove herself as an individual. Freddie is just there. I don't know. I feel like he's like I need all the attention. Yeah, and then uh, Velma's like, okay, well, I need recognition for my work. I'm not gonna like Marie Curie this this b word. Yeah, this what ass p word. <laughs> um, but uh, a little Ben Shapiro reference for you. Oh, also, if you want to get like a mental image of what I look like, I look like Abby Shapiro. <laughs> That's great. And Dan looks like Ben Shapiro. No, no, he doesn't. Oh he doesn't. my he god, doesn't. who do I actually look like? Um, who would play me in the movie version <sighs> of my life? Oh my god, because Abby Shapiro is the one for you. Absolutely. Um, I would just have to learn opera. So yes. she could show off her opera skills. I'll think about it, and then we'll get back to who would pay down by the end of You this. better. I will, I will. Okay, so time skip. And then um, it's like two years later, and they all get invitations separately. They don't know anyone else is invited to go to Spoopy Island <laughs> to uh, solve a mystery. And they're all like, oh, this is finally my chance to prove myself as an individual. And then um, they all go to the airport separately. They all meet up and they're like, "What are you doing what here? Are you doing here? Wait, what are you doing here? You're gonna take this spotlight away from me." <laughs> um, and then they're like, "Okay, whatever." And then they go on the plane. Oh my god, the most important part. <laughs> I was gonna say, <gasps> "Do not skip this." Do not skip this. Scooby Doo, um, who, by the way, so far in this movie has been just excellent. Excellent. Shows up to the airport in full drag. Full drag. And everyone's, like, giving him the eye. I think some man, like, whistles at yeah. him. Yeah. Which is pretty... And Scooby's like... <laughs> <laughs> that was a good Scooby impression. Thank you. You're um, <laughs> I am a dog on the inside. Oh ruff, ruff, ruff. Maybe we'd get a dog to play. <gasps> you get spanky. Crusty white dog. A little crusty white dog. <laughs> um, so... Or, like, the dog from Airbud. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> He's so cute. So, basically, this irked me... Because he does not look like a woman. Um, 
He's a dog. He's a dog. He's like a German Shepherd too, like a meaty dog. Yeah, he's a dog. And he's like clearly just a dog standing on his hind legs in a, a in a sun hat in a dress. And like people are like, oh, that's a woman. I know. And I know this movie was going for like realism. Yeah. So that's why it bothered me yeah, so like, much. They really weren't like suspending our dis- I don't know. It was confusing. Because what they try to do is act like no one recognized him. Like, for example, Mary Jane, yeah. who sits, who's like Shaggy's little love interest, sits next to Scooby on the plane. It's like, achoo, I'm so allergic to dogs. And I then Scooby, why. yeah, I wonder why. Maybe it's because Scooby's right there. Yeah. Um, but Scooby doesn't even wear a wig. He's in this like big, uh, big sun hat. Yeah. Maybe he has glasses. Maybe he has glasses. Yeah, I don't remember. Glasses change you. Yeah. <laughs> Like Clark Kent. Yes, you put on the glasses, you're unrecognizable. Mm-hmm. And in this like flowery looking sundress, um, and no one recognizes him. Yeah. And I I do appreciate the drag. Because it's funny. Because it's funny, but also Come on. But also is the fact that drag is funny, like the butt of the True. joke here? Or is it because I sort of saw it, I read it from like my perspective as like sickening. Oh, same. Scooby we were like does yes. that. Yeah, I love that part. That was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. Like, I sort of really, I know it irked you, but I mm. really loved it. Yeah. Um, but also then I'm like, wait, are they intending for us to laugh at Scooby or yeah. with Scooby? Or with Scooby. Because, like, I, I mean, like, I think they intended it laugh at Scooby. For sure. But, like, we were fully laughing with him. We loved it. We were in on the joke. Like, put Scooby on Drag Race. Yeah. Like, they'll... They'll call Scooby she her, but they won't call me she her. <laughs> that's terrible. I'm confused. I'm just confused. Yeah, I mean that's the state of the world. Yeah, true. What are you gonna do about that? Dogs have more rights than trans people. <laughs> you heard it here first. I mean, that's like not an, a controversial statement. Oh, absolutely. Not. <laughs> okay, but the thing. Okay, going more with this. If you misgender someone's dog, they're like, <laughs> that's a, that's a girl. <laughs> She's a girl. <laughs> It's so funny. Because, <laughs> like, if I were, like... Because, like, if I... Dan has two dogs, Spanky do. and Roxy. And, like, Spanky's a boy and Roxy's a girl. But if I... Well, Spanky's, like, a white, fluffy little thing. And Roxy's, uh-huh. like, sort of a, a, a straight-edge looking terrier. So... Yeah. You can tell the difference. Easily misgenderable, though. Yeah. But, like, if I were... I mean, I'm not saying... I'm saying a hypothetical person. Mm. If I were to call, like, Roxy, like, he, him, they would be, like... Um, actually, like... <laughs> He goes by she, her. Her name is Roxy. Her name is Roxy. Couldn't you tell by the little collar that's pink and purple? Yeah. Come on. Um, But, like, they just can't share that energy with trans people, which is hilarious. That is a very funny point. Thank you. And very true. People very are true. very passionate about their dogs. Yeah. And it's like, if you can't understand the importance of pronouns with your animal, yeah. you think you can understand them with human beings. Yeah. Also, I don't think people, I don't think, like, transphobic people realize that they have pronouns. Yeah. I think they're, because they're like, haha, pronouns and bio. But, like, you have pronouns, I know. Too. Can, can I tell you something that happened that I saw the other day? Yes. So, I was on an app that starts with the letter G. Oh, love. That I will not. Gabagool. Gabagool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw this man, and you can list your gender. Right. And the gender was, let me check, with, like, like, let me, let me see. Like, basically saying, like, let me look at my body. And I... That's so extra. And he messaged me. And whenever I see someone either do that or say, like, mask for mask, I right. take the moment to educate and right. say, you could have had this, but because of your ignorance, I'm going to show you who you are. 
and then block you. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, do you understand what you're saying? I was like, you just look stupid because yeah. you don't understand the difference between sex and gender. It's literally, and transphobes love to be like, I believe in science. Science literally backs trans people. Yeah. Do you think my surgeon, do you think my bottom surgeon just doesn't know science? Yeah. Do you think you claiming, is Ben Shapiro claiming to know science more than my endocrinologist? <laughs> It just doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. It doesn't. Illogical. Illogical. I can't believe we have this whole conversation off of oh Scooby-Doo wearing a Puppy. dress. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let's get back to it. Let's get um, back to it. Okay. What happens yeah. next? Okay, so, so they're on the plane. Right. And they're then, going to Scoopy Island. Right. Scooby Island. Scoop, Scoopy Island. And then they get off, and immediately we're greeted by a really attractive man with spiky hair who has no lines. Um, but he does get... <laughs> but an he, extra. An extra. He but he stuck out to me. Then, um, Mr. Bean, Miss the Mr. Bean, the Mr. Bean. He's the owner of this island slash resort hotel slash amusement park, right? In the middle of nowhere. Love above. First of all, if a place like this existed, I would. So oh be my there. god, we were talking. I would absolutely. I would, I would live there. I would live there. We would go. But how? Another piece of realism that I'm just like have to question: How do they build an entire amusement park in the middle of nowhere on an True. island? True. That's how a do lot. They get the stuff there. That's a, I guess like a really big boat, but that's yeah. a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of work just to set up a little trap. Just to set up a little trap, Mister Scrappy. Um. So Mister Bean explains something weirds happening on the island. People are getting brainwashed. People aren't the same. And because we have a scene of this guy walking off the island and he's like, oh my God. It's spiky hair guy. See, it is spiky hair guy. Right. He's like, Kelsey, who's like, Kelsey's like, her name's not Kelsey. Yeah. She's leaving the island mm-hmm. because she had, she enjoyed her stay. <laughs> and he goes up to her and she like grabs his arm and like throws him across the beach. Yeah. And everyone's like, that's huh? normal. Yeah. <laughs> everyone's like, okay, mm, what were you saying? Yeah. About people acting weird. Yeah. But Mr. Bean's like, that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to figure it out. Yeah. Um. And the gang's like, well, I'm going to do it because I'm alone I'm, now. I'm the best. I'm the best. Even though we're all here on this island together, I'm going to do it by myself. Yeah. And they all split out to try to gather clues mm-hmm. about what the heck is happening. Which they do successfully to an extent. To an they extent. all gather a clue and they end up at this castle. The castle in question regarding the, the amusement park ride that was made real. Spooky Island Castle. Spooky Island. So they show up into this castle. Mm-hmm. And it's basically like a rat and mouse. That's not it. A rat and mouse. A cat and, and mouse. mouse. Wow, we're a smart. rat and mouse just two mice, <laughs> just we're, running around in circle. Two mice. <laughs> love, love. A cat and mouse chase where like the ride turns on mm-hmm. and like it's like sort of real. It's unexplained if it's just like plastic things right. or like actual metal like yeah. spears and swords and stuff that are going to impale them. Yeah. But they have this whole thing where they're trying to escape and. They end up, Freddy ends up getting busted into this, like, control room mm-hmm. where he um, sees this videotape where they're um, talking about, like, this is how you act as a teenager. Like, and it shows a scene of, right. like, shows one scene of teenagers, like, being really, like, rude and, like. <laughs> which is like, hilarious. Which is hilarious. And then the other scene, they're like, no problem, bro. Like, totally radical. And it's, like, this <laughs> right. weird slang thing. But also, the video was teaching teenagers how to be respectful, which I supported. Yeah. And I can't believe the bad guys are teaching teenagers how to be nice. Yeah. Even though they're brainwashing them and putting monsters in their body, and that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. I still think that's a, a beautiful message. Yeah. Be respectful. Be respectful. Be respectful and use early 2000 slang. 
It's right. what the world needs that to heal. That the media created for us and no one actually ever used. No one actually ever used that. Mm, totally tubular. Totally tubular. Okay, so basically they like solved this whole thing in the, in the castle. Daphne. Daphne finding the the uh, Damon Righteous. Yes. Which is iconic. Name. It's this little like pyramid thing. Yeah, she finds this pyramid thing with like glyphs written on it. Right. And she's like, wow, I don't, I don't know what... Right. I don't. First of all, I don't know how she got there. Yeah. I also she sort of found it. And why was it out in the open? Why was it out in the open in a ride? Or why didn't like the person who needed it like just have it? That's a really good point. Person. It was so clearly the important object, and they just were like, it Whatever. was chilling in the back of a ride. Yeah. That was accessible. Yeah. It just didn't really make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Um. So Daphne gives this weird ancient thing to Velma, and then Velma is like, oh, this. Oh, I know this language. And it's, like, clearly a lost language. It's clearly no one can ever speak it. Yeah, she sits it's down. Like she's a biblical language. Oh, for sure. And she sits down with it, and she's like, I think they're talking about some sort of ancient ritual. And it's like, Shut, you don't know what that's saying. You don't know what that's saying. You don't know what that's saying. But I, also, I love this idea of the woman who knows everything. Yeah. Like, there's nothing that she doesn't know. First of all, how do I attain that? Okay, true. Second, like, that's Hermione level smart, where it's true. like, she knows literally everything. And Hermione is magic. Hermione is magic. So, like, Velma's just, like, inherently better. Who would win in a fight? Herm- Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> she has fucking magic. <laughs> oh, my God. We skipped the best scene. Which one? In the Spooky Island Castle, Shaggy and Scooby, who I feel like we haven't talked about at oh, all. Right. They, they don't do much. They don't do anything for the plot. They're just right. there for comic relief. Right. Um, they find this like TV studio and they Ooh, that was a nice crack. Yeah, I cracked I, my shoulder. I don't know if you could hear that. Mm. That was sexy. Um, they have this scene where they're in this like abandoned TV studio, and for some reason they start like having a burp contest. Oh yeah. And this was just like <laughs> shoehorned in, like three to four minutes, which is yeah. a long uncomfortable time mm-hmm. you can of, almost smell it of, you can almost smell of burping and this was the point where my mom walked down while we were me and Liliana <laughs> were watching and was like what are you watching this is disgusting we were like hi art get out <laughs> how dare you even though we both were shitting on the movie the whole time okay, yeah. at that point we were like this is this is quality do mm-hmm. not judge our choices um but i have to share what liliana said <laughs> when we were watching which was um she said I don't understand this because dogs can't burp. <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense, yeah. which is hilarious because, first of all, dogs can burp. So even though... Some sp- would say. Some would say. But dogs can... They emit a lot of gas. Right. Oh, oh my God. This is turning out to be disgusting. Oh, yeah. Um, so dogs do burp. And second of all, Scooby do talk. Okay, but, like, we're sitting here... And like, what can what can Scooby do? And what what can Scooby- <laughs> oh what can Scooby do? What can do. Scooby do do? And then you just say do do. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, what can Scooby what do? Can Scooby do do. But also that works. His first name is Scooby. Yeah. What can Scooby and do? What can Scooby do? Not what can do? Scooby don't? What can do? <laughs> Can Scooby not do? It's like eleven thirty, by the way. Yeah, it's so like we're a little tired. It's midnight. What can Scooby don't? And but like, true, it just doesn't make sense. He can read. He can dress up in drag, which mm-hmm. takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. He can talk. He can set up on his hind legs. He can stand up on his hind legs for extended periods of time. Yeah, and he can deceive people. He can. We were just saying he's an expert in espionage. An expert in espionage. And it's just like okay, and he can eat human food. 
Dogs can, can eat you, human food. Can they eat bread? Yeah. Oh, they, they can eat grapes, chocolate, and onions. There's probably been onions on those sandwiches. Oh, for sure. Oh, absolutely. I wonder what's in those Scooby snacks. Can we talk about how everyone in this universe eats Scooby snacks? Yeah, are they named after Scooby? Yeah. Or... And Mary Jane is Mary like, Jane, I'm, I know these are dog treats, but they're vegetarian. That could have been like um, an edible. <gasps> could like they reference. probably are. Yeah. Do probably. you remember those Scooby-Doo gummies? Those are the best ones. Out of all of the fruit snacks that come in, like those little packages... It's Gushers and the Scooby-Doo ones. Oh my god, Gushers first. Mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo one second. Yeah. That's a great point. I'm nostalgic for those. And also, I'm allergic to gelatin, so I can't right. eat a lot of gummies. But like, you but put your life in line. I, for those? To have Freddy in your mouth. <laughs> I'm, I'm, we're talking about the gummy gel. Don't be gross. Don't be Get your mind out of the gutter. Disgusting. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, um, wow. Yes. Oh my god, hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so dogs can't burp. Right. Um. Wait, but this is a good point because it was confirmed that Scooby-Doo's an alien. It was. So it's just like, okay. And like Scrappy-Doo as well. Scrappy-Doo as well. Which is like, why did aliens come down? And first of all, in the shape of dogs. Which I love. That I want to understand why. And why did these two aliens come and sit with a bunch of teenagers to solve crime yeah so how old is scoopy how old is Scooby? years old one years old undetermined, undetermined. do aliens age true uh when do they meet what planet is he from yeah mars, mars? <laughs> <laughs> hey 20 um, oh my god we're the same we're the same but yeah that i'm we had to talk about that anyway okay they leave the castle oh my god they're at the bar Right. Velma is sitting with her boyfriend who is just shoe and the Damon Riders. <laughs> the boyfriend's just shoehorned into this scene. Yeah. Um, and she's uncovering it and all of a sudden these monster things mm-hmm. bust through the windows Love. and start attacking everyone. And Daphne, who learned Kung Fu Love. in her two years off, tries to like beat them up, and Velma and Freddie are taken by the monsters mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. So we're left with Daphne, Scooby. Shaggy and Mary Jane, Mary Jane, who are this crew now, mm-hmm. who have to then oh, find. Velma's boyfriend got taken too. Did he? Yeah, and it was like really emotional. <laughs> it's such a big scene. He had two lines before this. We yeah. were really attached. Yeah, yeah. So they were all taken away, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "We have to save them." They sleep on the beach, a choice. Yeah. And the next day they wake up, and they see Freddie and Velma again, mm-hmm. but they have green eyes. Yeah. And they're like, "What?" And they're acting different yeah um and then all of a sudden freddie and the other like abducted sort of people go after shaggy and scooby yeah they hop on a motorbike mary jane's there they she hops on with them and they drive away um and this is when mary jane's face (laughs) oh my god yes she she like gets hit by a branch and her face like distorts distorts and like melts like it's play-doh and then like she like smiles at Scooby and then like snaps it back into place. Yeah. Um, which I saw recently is on a meme because um I just have to I have to talk about it's this. It's iconic. It's too funny. Caitlin Bennett, who if you don't know, um all you need to know about her is she pooped her pants. Um <laughs> she posted a picture with Laura Loomer, who is an extreme right wing Islamophobe. Right. And she was like, We're the two most beautiful women out here. Like, you wish. First of all, false. First of all, false. I'm sitting in front of one of the most beautiful women. Thank you. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, but secondly, someone posted 
a picture and was like, this is Laura Loomer. And it was the picture of Mary Jane's face distorted. Which is so funny because, like, this is already, like, in my opinion, an obscure movie. It's tw- 20 years old. Yeah. And it's just, like, this one scene from this one character. And, like, Mary Jane isn't even, like, part of the original Scooby gang. Right. <laughs> Good point. Some random, like, character. Right. Who was, like, thrown into this movie. And it's just, like, this one scene of this one minor character from this one obscure movie is, like, Oh, you was she just watching the movie? Like, how is that image in her but head? People, but that's why I think it's the good one to talk about this movie because people remember yeah. this movie and yeah. random little shit from it, which mm-hmm. just made me giggle. But anyway, Scooby tries to confront Shaggy and it's like, Your girlfriend's infiltrated. Yeah. Um, and Shaggy doesn't believe him, and so they get separated. And they end up Scoop! I almost said Scabby. Um, Shaggy. It's so hard to say because yeah, like Scrappy, Scooby, and Shaggy. Why they're, choices? They're two alike. They're two alike. So I almost said it again. So Shaggy and and Daphne find this like vat of souls in this abandoned warehouse. First of all, why is no one guarding it? Right. Um, and they find the souls of Velma and Freddy floating around. They pick them out, and they float back away. Yeah. Um. And the one who finds the Freddy soul can't find Freddy's body. Mm-hmm. And Velma is pulled aside by Daphne into this room. Velma's abducted. Right. Also, if my explanation is poor, it's because this movie makes zero sense. Oh, it makes no sense. So they pulled Velma aside. They unfurl the curtain. And the, like the sunlight goes on Velma's body. And she starts like sizzling. And like the monster pops out. And the monster like disintegrates. Mm-hmm. And Velma's like herself again so we yeah. learn that the monsters who are just like on this island i guess which is interesting because the original scooby-doo the whole point was there's no monsters where are the monsters yeah it's like always people in disguise like old people like old man smithers right. there's always an explanation that's the whole point is there's yeah. always an explanation like monsters are not real right but monsters are real wait what <laughs> wait, wait. Isn't it real <laughs> wait we <laughs> we oui, oui. <laughs> so um, okay <laughs> so they i forgot where we are oh this is the scene where, by the way that velma's boobs are out oh yeah um, because because she was turned into like a cute cutesy yeah cutesy. oh my god that's why yeah, i just realized that too and this is the one scene in the entire movie where she isn't wearing a wig absolutely she's wearing right. her natural hair absolutely you're correct mm-hmm. so then they're like okay these monsters can't be in the light that's why they're in, attacked in darkness. Right. But then there's a scene where, because I think Freddy's soul bounces into Velma's body. And so they have this scene where everyone's in someone else's body. And they're like, the demon rightist. It's going to keep switching our souls until we're back in the right body. And then there's a scene where Freddy, is his name Freddy Prince Jr.? It's the actor and the character named yeah, Freddy? Yeah, yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's confusing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Freddy, as Freddy Prince Freddie Prince Jr. as Freddie is inside Sarah Michelle Gellar's body. Mm-hmm. And the whole gag is like he's feeling her up. Which and it's is like disgusting. It's disgusting and inappropriate. Yeah. To say the least. He's feeling up her body and it's just like, oh my God, like I have boobs. Yeah. And it's just like <laughs> literally shut up. Literally shut up. Like it's so it's a tired gag. It's a tired gag. And, and a turf like, gag. And a turf gag. So like turf's Turf's trans exclusionary radical feminists. Thank you for explaining. Um, they have this like weird concept that's like a really old like psychological disorder that isn't like that isn't valid or like accepted anymore called autogynephilia. 
necrophilia. Mm. So that is, um, that's it's an explanation for why trans women are trans women, and it states that um, they're men who have, who gain sexual gratification from obtaining a woman's body and sleeping with like men. J.K. Rowling is snapping in her house oh, right she now. She literally is. Her and Hermione Granger are playing Paddy Cake. <laughs> um, She's going off. Yeah, but that's but that's why it's so. Wild that they included this, and this is very 2002 of them, right? To be like, look how funny it is. Yeah, it's, it's a man in a woman's body. Like, ha 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 ha. It's not funny. It's not funny. Okay, it was a the, it the was only funny. the what was funny was um Freddie, no, Daphne in Freddie's body. Yeah, because she was horrified. She was horrified, and Freddie Prince Jr. did a good job. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other way around, I was like, I don't want to watch this. Yeah. Same thing with Shaggy and Velma's body. He was like, whoa, whoa, wee wow. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. Boobies. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> please stop immediately. Please stop immediately. Um, You know what we forgot was Scrappy. The flashback. Well, this brings us to another inappropriate little moment. So mm-hmm. Scrappy flashes back. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain? Okay, yeah. So they, so Velma's talking to her boyfriend, like, before the demons attack. And she's like, oh, like... It didn't just used to be like the five of us. Um, we had this other member, and they flash back to Scrappy Doo, literally urinating, literally urinating on, on Daphne, and Scrappy is Scooby's nephew. I think you're right. So like, so Scooby has brothers and sisters. I guess. I guess that would be the implication. And also, they had Scooby sex. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> doggy style, Scooby oh. style. Um, Good one. Thank you. Um, we're clever. We no, we're literally so clever and highbrow. <laughs> um, and then Scrappy says Scrappy wants to be the leader, and like Freddie, I guess, is the leader. So he looks right. at he looks at Freddie and goes, "Here's the quote." He goes, "You don't have the scrote for this, <laughs> right?" Is that what he says? Absolutely correct. Yeah, you don't have the scrote for this job, and like scrote as in scrotum, like. The area in your body, like, behind your balls, right? That's what a scrotum is, right? I have one, and I still don't know. I think a scrotum I got mine removed. You did, so you're allowed to not know, but I'm... Scrotum's the balls? Oh, my God. Am I about to Google scrotum? (laughs) Okay, so basically, it was disgusting, and they kick him out of the group. Okay, so scrotum. You're right, behind and underneath a penis. Okay, wig. It's yeah okay. It's the ball sack. Oh okay, love of love. They should have just said you don't have the ball sack, <laughs> but that's that's the whole joke is because yeah. that's what people use balls for. It's like you don't yeah. have the balls. True. true. So I just said scrote. Scrote. Which is which honestly is worse. It's grosser. It's it grosser. somehow makes it grosser. Um, this fucking scrote. Oh my god. Okay, so where were we? They're like setting up the trap because they're, they're all together. We didn't now. get there yet. Oh Did oh, get- Scooby gets kidnapped. That's the tea. Um, so Scooby gets kidnapped by Mr. Bean, mm. and he's like, oh, like, Shaggy doesn't love you like I could. Come be our sacrifice. And to me, I'm sitting here, and I'm like, okay, so let me get the rules down straight. <laughs> um, okay, S- Scooby's fine with being a sacrifice, because he doesn't know what the word means. Scooby can eat sandwiches, <laughs> can pick up things without thumbs, <laughs> can... Stand on his hind legs, can dress and drag, is capable of sabotage and espionage. Like, so stealthy. Um, so stealthy. And he can talk, and he can burp. 
But he doesn't know what the word sacrifice means, and he thinks it's a good thing. Which, listen, I get because he does get attention. Uh huh. So I think Scooby's like, oh my god, people love me. Yeah. Be a little sacrifice. Yeah. I do. I relate to because I feel like dogs would like that because they like a little scratchy scratchy. They do. But like, odd. Come on. Come on. You can read. You never read the word sacrifice in all your monster traveling. True. You never read the word sacrifice. I unrealistic point. to me. But so at this whole point, now the gang's like, we have to save Scooby mm-hmm. because I guess they figure out that like there's this ritual, mm-hmm. and they're going to take all the souls of the people and do something with them. Again, so unclear. And we paid Very attention. Unclear. We paid attention to this movie. Yeah, and we're smart. We're smart, but we still have no idea. What happened? Yeah. But they tried. They know what this thing is going to happen. So they go lay this trap at the secret vat lair, which, again, no one's guarding. Yeah. For there's like how many guards? Right. And, they and in- nobody's there. And they invite these kids to come investigate. And they're like, they're not going to find it. Yeah. Odd. But so they set up this trap and it goes all horribly wrong. All the people come in who are like with the monsters inside them. Yeah. Um, and. Mr. Bean comes out. It's like, oh my god, Mr. Bean's the bad guy. Yeah. No way. Oh my god. Wow. If only there was another character that we could have guessed it might be. Yeah. Um, and then Scooby comes out and Shaggy goes over and is like, Scooby, I'm so sorry. Like, I should have believed you. You're my best friend. You're a dog, but I love you. Uh-huh. Like, you're the only one for me. Okay, obsessed. That's really cute. Speciality? Mm, pretty close. Tones. 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 Tones up. A color. A hint. Mm, a hue. A hue. A shade. Oh, my God. Someone was an art history oh, minor. I, and I was. <laughs> and I was. And she was. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Scooby's like, oh, my God, you do love me. And then he's about to escape. Mm-hmm. But then the Damon Ritus, like carves into Scooby's body and takes out his soul. Yeah. And then Shaggy's like, not my friend, and swipes the thing away. Scooby's soul snacks back, but Mr. Bean absorbs everyone else's soul. But something goes wrong. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember. He gets knocked over. He gets knocked over, and he's, like, glitching. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, Mr. Bean is a robot. A robot. Inside the robot? Scrappy-dappy-doo. You guessed it. Scrappy-doo. Um, Which we have to talk about. Scrappy's, like, a dog. Right. Who can talk, who urinates on people. Uh-huh. But he can build human-sized and entirely believable replicas. Yeah. In robot form of human beings. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. What at also all. doesn't make sense is did he know these demons existed? Yeah. Did he take did advantage he come of them? to this island because he knew about it or did he just find them while he was there? Yeah. Or did he invent them or are they ancient? Un- they never have explained. Unknown. I think it's supposed to be like unknown, like they're they're always there. But then how did Scrappy know? It just doesn't really make sense. It doesn't. But then Scrappy's like, fuck it, I have the souls already. And he beefs up into this hunky red dog. So sexy. So huge, Mm -hmm. beefy. Beefy. Beefcake dog. Mm -hmm. Um, And he starts like attacking everyone. The gang's like, gotta do this. They attack they launch their mm-hmm. missions and they slice and they dice. Mm-hmm. Um, and they obviously win. Oh, yeah. Daphne. Daphne has her iconic paradigm shift of a fight where she's in a latex lilac, like ankle to like cleave 
suit. Which the movie wants us to believe is a fall color. Yeah. And it just doesn't really make sense. Like someone earlier, as Dan said, someone tells her, that's a fall color. What are you doing in like purple? No, it's not. Fall, it's not a fall color. It's not a fall color. Like, like maybe magenta. Maybe magenta would be a fall color. Maybe like, like a, a dark, dark, crimson. dark purple. But like. No, crimson's winter. Crimson is winter because like Christmas. Good point. Um, but like, I feel like you wear any shade of purple during any time. To be Absolutely. Honest. Like it's timeless. And it's just like, shut up. So Absolutely. she has this iconic fight. The only time she really shows her kung fu um, that she spent two years learning. You think she would utilize that more. Right? Um, because she's a damsel in distress. Because she's a damsel in distress. Oh my god, we completely forgot. She's talking about how she's a damsel in distress like 10 or so times. And just shut up. Just, well, I, <laughs> I feel bad for her because she is always captured. But I think that was like her character arc was like, I'm not going to be a damsel in distress. But then she is. And she's like, yeah. I'm okay with it. Yeah. But I'm still strong. I'm okay with the sexism that's occurring. But I'm going <laughs> to have moments where I'm yeah, overpowering it. I'm I'm going to work it like a girl boss. <laughs> um, so basically, she does her part. She opens the vent, which a disco ball descends. Right. It's it, it casts light on this disco ball because as we learned earlier, the monsters can't do sunlight. Yeah. So the monsters disintegrate because of the disco ball. Scrappy-Doo loses his power. He's defeated. Mm-hmm. He's taken away by the FBI. We find out that Mr. Bean was actually a nice guy who was living in a hole in the ground. Which is... So, there's these little moments which really take me out of this movie, and that was one of them, because Scrappy-Doo was going to unleash 1,000 years of darkness. Because he was kicked out of the group. Because he was kicked out of a group, which, like, relatable. I get really angry when people don't want to be friends with me. You would. But, like, you were going to unleash 1,000 years of darkness, but you fed this random man, or maybe he lived off For years. And, like, you didn't kill him. Like a loose end like that. Seems a little unrealistic. Unrealistic. But anyway, they take Scrappy away. Spiky mm-hmm. Hairman is back. He's plotting. He's plotting. Everyone's kissing. Cast. Daphne and Freddy are together because yeah. that was something we were supposed to believe was yeah. happening the whole movie. Even like, though they had no intimacy. Yeah. And then Velma kisses that random guy. I don't think they kiss. Oh, really? I think okay. it's like, we're Literally together. Um, and then Shaggy kiss Mary Jane, maybe? They're definitely together. They're definitely together. And then Scooby bites his tail. Yeah, he's something Sniffs like that. Sniffs his butt. Movie over. Credits roll. But wait, there's one more scene. There's one more scene. Which we have to talk about. Yeah, the move so funny. So funny. The movie ends with a scene of them eating hot peppers. Mm-hmm. But why? There's no allusion to hot peppers throughout the entire movie. We're not told hot peppers grow on this island. We're not told there's a stock of them. What is the agriculture of this island? True. This is what I needed to know. Yeah. I think there's no plants on this island, really, because, like, it's all amusement park. They could have put that in the movie. Yeah, it just didn't really make sense. But there's they no build up. But the movie, like, you have this hour and a half movie with no character development, no very cohesive plot, confusing as hell, and you end the movie with a scene of them like eating peppers, and they're yeah. they're like, mmm, it's so hot," <laughs> and that's that's how you want to end your film. Yeah, this is the writer who direct ended up going on to direct Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. which is a movie that did fairly well in the it box office. Good, it's, it's good. Bad. No, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um. The writer was like, mm, we're shooting this. Yeah. And it's just, I heard some actors and actresses like didn't want to be a part of Guardians of the Galaxy, which is 
a huge letdown because it ended up doing really well, but yeah. they didn't want to do it because they saw like one of like this man's only previous work was Scooby Doo Spooky Island. Well, he did other stuff, but other this stuff. was his like most prominent creme to the creme. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just like okay, so he kind of like shot himself in the foot, and then I guess he's good now. And but then he got canceled for doing something I really don't even know. Doesn't matter. Um, and he got canceled. They literally fired him from directing Guardians too, and then rehired him. Oh. And it's just goes to show like canceling doesn't work. Cancel culture does not exist, Ben Shapiro. Do yeah. you hear me? Ben Shapiro, come on, stop being come such a baby. Okay, so that's the plot. Yeah, that's so, the plot. Um, wow, that was took very long time. Yeah, I hope you all enjoyed. <laughs> so, okay, so characters, characters. My question for you: mm-hmm. If you were in this movie, mm-hmm. let's say you were. A girl on this island, uh-huh, and you rando. saw some rando, and you saw the mystery gang coming in. Mm-hmm. Who would you be going after? If I was in my depression phase, <laughs> which I still am, um, Shaggy, because they don't like myself, because I think I deserve someone less than me. Oh, um, to make me feel better. I see. So I'd go for Shaggy, um, because he's cute. The actor's cute. He's fine. Um, he's cuter than. Freddie Prince Jr. Shut up. You know he is. Um, goodbye. Um, That's although incorrect. I do think Freddie was one of my sexual awakenings. He's sexy. He's sexy, but I think me right now. He's not the sexiest. Right. But he's okay. But I think if I was at a bar, if I was at the Spooky Island bar, and I saw Freddie and Shaggy, I would go up to Shaggy. Um, what about you? Freddie. Freddie. I mean, there's very few men in this movie. There are. But Freddy for sure outpeaked Shaggy because mm-hmm. Shaggy definitely smells bad. Right. Confirmed. Confirmed. He lives in he lives with a dog. One would one would one could gather. One could gather from the appearance, yeah. from the burping, from the eating. From the van he lives in. From the van he lives in that he maybe is not clean mm-hmm. um but freddie i feel like smells good i feel like he wears cologne mm-hmm. i like his little clean cut sort of hair i think like he'd be mean to me i feel like he'd be mean to me he's very self-indulged which i like um but no i definitely freddie over shaggy okay there's not many other men to compare to yeah there's that one random velma boyfriend but he he's, didn't even have a name he didn't have a name He's cute, but he's not like mm-hmm. he's not up there. You know, I would go for spiky haired guy. To be completely honest, spiky haired guy. guy. Google him, everyone. Google him, please, please, please. Um, Mr. I would Bean's not. not on the list. Oh, although Scrappy is, <laughs> Scooby is too. Wait, now I want to know if you were a character mm-hmm. in the movie. Which one would I be? Which one would you be? I would be Daphne because I feel like I'm a mix of Velma and Daphne, but I'm more. I'm much, much more with Daphne. Even though you dress like Velma, even though I, I do dress like Velma, it's weird. Like I will, I will either dress fully like Velma or fully like Daphne. True, like bimbo, bimbo, or how we're dressed right now, which is sweatpants, which is sweatpants. <laughs> um, and my outfit does not make sense. You do not want to look at me right now. Um, you look like a very cute watermelon. Oh, thank you're you. You're wearing like pink juicy couture kind of pants. Yeah, and like a like sort of like a American Eagle long yeah. sleeve tee. Yeah, very cute, very cute. It's With like a. Head. a it's a, oh, mm-hmm. a long sleeve hoodie. And Daniel's in some corduroys. I am. And Gryffindor socks, turf. <laughs> and a champion sweatshirt, which is a really cute color of periwinkle. Thank you. Oh, is this periwinkle? I guess. You're right. It's blue. 
It's like light blue. Wait, periwinkle's like purple. Periwinkle's like a light blue, like a light white blue. Are you s- I believe you, but also it's I like don't the Google you. Docs blue. It's purple. Okay, wait. Let's look. It's purple. I just googled. Okay, it. that's it. That one's it. It's pretty similar. Oh, never mind. It's purple. Okay. It's, okay. You. I see where you. I see where you went with it's it. It's like a. Ba- it's like pastelly sort of bluey. It's the periwinkle of blue. It's the blue <laughs> of periwinkle. I don't know. Whichever one of <laughs> the. Whichever one of those sentences made more sense. That's the one that it is. Um, which character would you be? Great question. Mm-hmm. Um, I would. Um. I don't really identify with many of them. I right. would say I'm a mix of Freddie and Velma. Right. I feel like I'm I'm practical like Velma. I like to think I'm I'm smart. Mm-hmm. Um I would want the attention. Right. That would be me. But I feel like I'm also a little bit of Freddie in his right. sort of like leadership, but also his like um lack of self-awareness mm-hmm. identify. Mm-hmm. Um so probably a mix of them, which is interesting because they are a foil in the movie. They are. They do have unspoken sexual tension. They do. And they I do. think they should have gotten together rather than Freddie and Daphne. Because there's that one scene in the castle where um where Freddie's like, Daphne, you come with me. They and Velma's spe- like, um mm-hmm. I wanna go with you. I'm pretty sure once. Freddie and De- Velma spend more screen time together than Freddie and Daphne. Yeah. So then Daphne goes off by herself, which is like, okay, you're not a damsel. We get it. We get it. And then Scooby and Shaggy, like, do whatever. They're just dumb. They're they eating. They have no personality. They have no personality. And also, um, what are they doing? Yeah. And then Freddy has no personality. And then Velma doesn't do anything. I mean, Velma has some character arc. And then Daphne has some character arc. But nobody else grows. No one has any character arc. Yeah. There's no... There's no character in this movie. Yeah. There's no plot. Um, but I, yeah, I would say definitely some mix of the two. Yeah. It's hard to say. Yeah. Because like I said, there's very little plot. Yeah. Okay, what else? We're almost done. We're almost yeah. at the end. Um, now we're going to talk about the moments that in oh, this film yes. that we feel like defined us as people sort of that right. resonated with us right. that's yes. a good word yes that's a good word um and that we feel like we really grabbed onto yeah and like identified with that's the one um so i as a trans woman when i was a little kid watching this show it's I a was, movie uh, watching this movie i was like oh my god why do i want to be daphne so bad mm. why do i want to have this girl power um and, you know, the misogyny she she faces. This is such a weird... This is so weird. It's such an odd feeling. <laughs> but... as there, And I'm sure other trans women in the audience can agree. Misogyny almost makes me feel good. Ooh. When I face it. Because it, like... Oh, my God. I'm being treated like a woman. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? I hear that. Um, Like, yes. Oh, my God. I wish it didn't exist. I wish women's oppression didn't exist. But also, I'm like, okay, well, at least... At least they're not treating me like a man. Right. You know what I mean? At least you're being seen. So, like, I do identify with... And, you know, it's interesting. As soon as I transitioned, I started feeling that damsel in distress moment. Mm. It's like, okay, but come on, take me seriously. And, like, the same sort of thing with Velma. Um, Just in general. Just, I don't know. I felt like I had different expectations set for me. Mm. And I could definitely relate to the struggles Daphne and Velma were having with, like, their credit being taken away. Like, there's not as a woman... And, like, I'm sure all female students out there listening will resonate with this. Um, 
there's nothing worse than being the only girl in an all male like lab group or like partner project because they will not take you seriously mm. and they will make you do all the work and they will make you do all the work while simultaneously assuming that you are incapable of doing it. <laughs> so it's so it's just weird. Um, garbage garbage and those are my feelings about and i feel yeah. like you you also like could rock that latex suit <laughs> thank you the I high want boots one. I want one. you could do it yeah oh my god those you should, boots? yes you should really get a pair of gogo boots and like a full latex suit yeah that would be very sexy um and like sexually sexually awakening wise because like since i was reared it's like a straight boy i assume i guess um I was like, my sexual awakening was um, Freddy, I guess. When I was a kid, I thought Freddy was cute. And then now that I'm an adult, I think Freddy's cute. Mm. Which is, it should be the opposite. It should be the opposite. Um, but yeah, what about you? What, Great, what about these characters when you were a kid watching it? Made you realize? Great question. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I sort of wanted to like sandwich myself between Freddy and Daphne. Love. I think... They are both obviously attractive people. Mm-hmm. They're looking for a third. They're looking for a third. That's what Velma does in this movie. Mm-hmm. She is their She's third. The fluffer. the fluffer. Have you heard this term? No. It's someone who will come. It's an extra in porn. <gasps> and they will come in and like sexually stimulate the actors. Because like. They're not attracted to each they're other. Not, they're not attracted to each other. That's they, so like, interesting. I just watched an episode of The Crown where the. Someone sort of does that. We really? I don't There's remember like, that. In season two, it's um, Tony. Remember Tony? No. Margaret's husband, soon to be husband. Oh yes. She, oh, he's in a really hated him. I hated him. He's in a relationship with a man and a woman, oh. and the man and the woman, I guess, don't really have sex unless he's there. That's iconic. I know, because the woman's like, "I'm pregnant, and I think it's yours," and she's like, "What about your husband?" And she's like. It's 99% chance it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Fluffer. That's what I want to be yeah. with Freddie and Daphne. But. So I feel like as a bi person, I was like, I want to be with them. Um, I want to both like be in the relationship and also their child and also their younger sibling. Mm-hmm. It's a very weird dynamic. Mm-hmm. But also their parent. Also their parent. And their guardian. And their dog. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Hot, right? Hot. Walk me on a leash. Oh my god, yeah. Um, but I think for me that was like probably the moment that I held on to where I was like, they're beautiful and also cool. Yeah. And also narcissistic. So mm-hmm. they wouldn't even like relatable, care about relatable. me. Relatable. Yeah. So that's that's that. And um mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think that's it. So what we're gonna do at the end of every um episode after we've watched a movie or a TV show, this is like a really long episode, but it's the first. Right. We got to explain how things work around these parts. Exactly. We got to get you in. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to rank the movies um, on a binary scale from twink to productive member of society. Mm-hmm. Twink being zero, obviously. Obviously. Productive member of society being a 10. Mm-hmm. Liliana, how would you rank this movie? Um, I rank this a twink because mm-hmm. I think it is the most confused jumble mess of a movie. I think it makes zero sense. Even as a tr- even for a children's movie, I think it makes zero sense. There's no through line whatsoever. Absolutely. Um, the, char- the only redeeming quality are the characters. The plot is garbage. The characters are fine. And it's mainly the wardrobe that I love. Good or point. Daphne, because she has a bunch of cool costume changes. Where Oh, 
I was about to say, where does she keep these clothes? But then I remember. She brings like 40 luggage. She brings like 40 bags, which like I'm obsessed with and like totally relate to. Um, I hear yeah, you. I give it a twink. I, I'm I'm not that harsh on it. Uh-huh. I'm giving it like a femboy, which okay. is a solid one. A straight femboy. A straight femboy. Solid one. Um, because I agree. Mm-hmm. There was no logic to this film. They were trying to do too much with like the mystery, with the supernatural, and nothing ended up sticking mm-hmm. in a way that I watched this movie and I was like, I get what's going on. Right. I'm connecting. Um, but it's not a zero because... Maybe it's a 1.5. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's not a zero because Scooby-Doo was He's funny. quite funny. He mm. did make me laugh. Yeah. I did laugh out loud. Also, the CGI was not bad. CGI was not bad. It was watchable. Not bad at all. It was watchable. It was fine. For 2002. Even, it, it holds up even in 2020. It's fine. It's fine. I wouldn't expect Scooby-Doo to look more realistic than that. Absolutely not. if it was like a real dog, it would look weird. Absolutely not. And I think for me, I'm very confused because this is a movie that I feel like a lot of people our age unironically enjoy. Yeah. And we have one friend in particular yeah. who shall rename, remain nameless. Her name is Maddie. Her name is Maddie, but we didn't say her name. We didn't say her name. Who loves this movie mm-hmm. because it, it does hold like a very special place in a lot of people's hearts. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to give it a chance. Yeah. But it just didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. sense. Yeah. Um, but I will say there were redeeming qualities. Yeah. The costumes... Scooby-Doo, the fact that it, there was an amusement park. Yeah, that was fun. Like that. That was a fun aesthetic. Would go there. Would Oh, we would spend there. We oh my God. First there. of all, it's all inclusive. Oh, yeah. We can go on the rides all we want. Yeah. We can yeah. we can eat all that we want, drink Solve all mystery, we want. Get murdered. Solve a mystery, get murdered, get abducted, turn Love. into a monster. Been there. A weekend. I already turned into a monster when it hits noon. So. <laughs> when I wake up. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know it. Uh-huh. So that's probably how I'd rank it. Right. Well, anyway, we've reached the end of our episode. Yeah. I hope you all enjoy our first ever episode of Nostalgia BTQ. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm going to ask you all, listeners. If you enjoyed today, I'm I'm hoping that I have the technological capabilities to put this on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever else you find your podcasts. Right. I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. If you enjoyed, please leave us a review because I've listened to a lot of podcasts and they say that's how they get noticed. So we would love to have more people um, listen in. And if you leave a review and it's five stars, please (laughs) recommend... (laughs) Only if it's five stars. You have to. You have to. You don't have to, but you have to. We'll find your IP address. We, you are, you are transphobic and homophobic. Yeah. If you don't leave us a five star review, not in a good way at all, and not in the Abby Shapiro way. Yeah. No way. If you leave us a five star review, <laughs> I said it again. Mm-hmm. And um, please recommend a movie or TV show from the early two thousands to the and late 1990s to the early 2010s that you would like us to talk about, especially if it has some some queer moments for us to talk about. We will absolutely watch it. We would love to take your recommendations and um, watch some new stuff that we haven't really heard about or thought about. No matter how obscure, we want weird stuff. For sure we do. Please, please. We have stuff lined up that we've seen, we love, we think will be fun to talk about. Yeah. Um, but please give us a recommendation. If you leave us a review, we will absolutely take those recommendations because we have nothing else to do. Yeah. We're just chilling. We're bored. We're bored. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 
1230 at night. And oh, we, <laughs> no way. Yeah, it is. <gasps> and we are still talking about Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo, Scabby Island. When are you? Where and who are you? And, and why were you? And why? Just why? Come on. We have many questions. Yeah. That is one of them. Mm-hmm. But do you have anything you'd like to say, Liliana, before we depart? Um, Illy. Illy. Yeah. Illy too. Oh my God, are we dating? Oh my. <laughs> that was us kissing. That that was very realistic sound effects. So that's the sound of us kissing. We just Love. kissed over the mic. That was really cute. Oh my God, so cute. Well, that's it. Okay. We're going to go eat some Sour Patch Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.